Hello, everyone. My name is Ray Gomez. I'm a business sales coach, real estate investor, best-selling author, and I'm also a Cutco Cutlery Sales Consultant, where I help build relationship with businesses through business gift ideas. Welcome to another episode of Sell Yourself to Drive Sales, where we help you sharpen your mindset, build relationships, and communication skills so sales comes naturally. To learn more about my sales background, you can visit my website at Gomez, G-O-M-E-S, bpcoaching.com and you can also click on my social media link and follow me on all social media and YouTube platform. Today we have Sal Vaseo and he is a merger and acquisition broker who specializes in online businesses. He was an Olympic swimmer in the 1988 Seoul Games. Sal has worked with hundreds of clients and managed eight-figure closing across the globe. He is the creator of the e-commerce exit strategy, an online course that teaches internet business owners when and how to sell their companies for maximum profit. Sal, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Ray. It's a real pleasure to be here with you today. Looking forward to um, digging in deep and uh, finding out a little bit more about you and uh, you know, trying to add value to your community as well. Absolutely. I, I think the one thing that we have in common, I know you went to UT Knoxville and I, I actually applied to go to UT to play soccer uh, for their club team. So, but I'm a big UT fan. So uh, I wow. thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love the university of Tennessee. It was great being in that, you know, environment and training with the world-class athletes. You know, the football team was amazing and uh, I was with the athletic team, the athletic dorms. And so I was able to really um, experience unique um, yeah. times during Absolutely. my university years. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more. You, you, you swam for UT. You were in the SEC, right? You won champions. Tell, yeah. tell, tell yeah. the audience who you are. Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, I, you know, I was born in in Puerto Rico and my father manufactured PVC pipe. He was one of the pioneers inventors of the PVC pipe. And he started that in the sixties with his brothers. And, um, you know, he was a basketball player. So he wanted us all to be basketball players. We we're five brothers and he had a basketball court in the house. But one day in San Juan, we were at a beach and, uh, my brother was competing with uh, national swimmers mm -hmm. and my brother beat them. So the next couple of weeks, my father tore down the basketball court <laughs> and built a pool. And so that's when we started our swimming journey, all five of us. Four of us went to the Pan American Games. Two of us made it to the Olympics. So my, my father had like this real strategy and, um, you know, kind of like a performance mindset where he actually trained us in the mornings and at nights. We had to watch Mark Spitz videos. We had to meditate and do minutes of concentration and visualization. And I wow. grew up with this, like my father died when I was eight years old, but he had already embedded that in my life. And uh, after his death, my brother made it to the Olympics. And then a couple, about two Olympics later, I went. So it was good, you know. How, how was that experience, the Olympic experience? Well, it was, it was great. I was able to really connect. One, one of the things that I love to do is meet people mm -hmm. and connect with people and just establish good relationships. And so I have album of the Olympics. My album's like filled with pictures with 
athletes from all over the world. And it's really, really cool to see that now, 20 or 30 years later. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure that's a memory you can never forget and you can, you yeah. know, share it with your kids as well. So um, what are a few skills that, that you have transferred from all that training, you know, being, being an athlete into the businesses that, you, that you're doing now? What is one of a few skills that you took from the swimming that you transferred that skill to your businesses? Well, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because today I was thinking about, um, you know, people are going through this process with the coronavirus and the jobs mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the social distancing has affected big time the economy. And um, I have really just been um, focused on equipping myself and preparing myself to continue the growth and my strategy to, to really impact my industry and, and be a leader in my space by just focusing on what I had in front of me. And what, what I mean by that is we can often get distracted when situations pop up in our life, difficulties, mm -hmm. challenges, yep. and problems. And I learned from swimming from my father, it doesn't matter what happens, you continue to train, you continue to work out. And one example is I, I broke my hand playing dodgeball when I was like in sixth grade or something. It was uh, in elementary school. Right. And, um, you know, my father put a bag over my cast, tied it up and had me back in the pool doing kicking. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you learn how to block pain, you mm -hmm. know? Um, when you're an athlete, you have to really be able to dominate your emotions. You have to dominate your feelings. You have to overcome challenges and persevere to be, to be a champion. Yeah. And so that's easily translated into business by really just any kind of dips or dumps or situations that occur. You just keep moving, man, because you know <laughs> that you have a long race ahead of you. And Absolutely. a lot of people die at yeah. the end you know they 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 get dis they get frustrated distracted and that's when the you know that's when the real athletes start um taking advantage and, and you know yeah. to win so, the race so speaking of athletes and i think this implements to our daily life um i am a strong believer that you cannot get where you want to be by yourself you need coaches yeah. mentors someone to push you like how many coaches did you have during your you know going well, through the swimming training and all that. Well, that's the, this is very important. Um, one of my, the strategies that my father implemented on us was seeking the best coaches in the nation. Mm. So wherever the best coach was, he would relocate the whole family to that new city. Wow. For instance, I trained in Boca Raton, Florida, um, where, you know, for the Olympics, that was Mar where Mark Schubert was uh, training Olympic athletes, you know? So, mm -hmm. I kind of applied that, but years before, um, he would follow the best coaches, move to Florida, Texas, and California, wherever the best teams were being developed and the best coaches were creating champions. That's where he wanted us to be. So it's, it. it's part of the strategy to be able to be in a group. Um, and, and one of the things that I loved about in Mission Viejo, when I trained there, they had a lane called the animal lane. And that's where all the long distance, you know, Olympic swimmers were at. And that's where all the, the pain and you know, hard workouts, the long 10,000 meter workouts were at. And for some reason, I wanted to be in that lane all my life. You know, it's like <laughs> the animal lane. It was really weird. Yeah. But that competitive nature and, 
and and that seeking the best teams because when you're when you're in a good community good mastermind community with a good leader good coach the sky is the limit man yeah yeah absolutely i mean personally now in my business you know i have multiple coach multiple mentors like real estate coaching uh, and I can tell you that there were ideas that I have for myself and I'll, and then I reach out to my coach and my coach would be like, no, you should do this. You should push yourself or that's lazy or something like that. And it, yeah. it keeps I mean, pushing. Yeah, you have to. The, the, one of the things that I think is most important is being able to have an evaluation of your performance yeah. and where you're at and a third party evaluation. You know, it's not good. Um, I sell online businesses and, you know, that's a comp that's a, a space where there's a lot of volatility in three months you can suffer a huge hit in your revenue it's not like mm -hmm. real estate where you know it, we did have a huge hit here with the coronavirus that was hard and it's really difficult but in in mergers and in, in online businesses you know traffic and algorithms change all the time so you can get hit pretty hard so it's it's important to have an evaluation to optimize your platform to make sure that you know you're really working efficiently and effectively right. um, to be able to get the good evalu valuation and then sale, you know, yeah, so. Ab absolutely, absolutely. Now let's, let's touch a little bit about the real estate, but I want to touch more about, now you have bought businesses before, right? You bought and sell, sell businesses. Yes. Can you tell us about a bit of that transition uh, on how sure. you got into that business? Well, I'm a broker, so I, okay. I I don't actually buy the business. I don't invest in businesses. I do invest in businesses, but it's not like my main thing. What I do is I help people sell their business. And um, so my whole thing is building a community of, you know, private equity firms, which are my buyers, and also Amazon sellers, e-commerce sellers, and people that are in the SaaS industry and space, people that are doing online. So I just match buyers and sellers. Got it. Um, yeah. And, and I think in that point, I think building relationship is key, right? What are some of your strategies or advice about building relationship in, in any business that you're doing or creating a team? Like sh well, share with us your strategy and relationship. Hey, well, I like to get personal and vulnerable. I love okay. people. <laughs> I love people. So I, I express it a lot. And when I admire people, I also express it a lot. If I don't, I don't lie. It's got to be genuine, you know, it's I really do admire somebody and I really do want to do business with them. Then, you know, I'll go ahead and put myself out there and express my desire, you know, to add value to his organization. Um, but basically, um, I, I really believe in service. Right. And um, so my whole strategy, you know, before when I started working as a in brokering online business, I'd go to the convention and you know, they, I'd have to wear a shirt with um, the, the logo of the company and sit behind um, um, a booth, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it was hard for people saw me as a salesperson, right? So I stopped that. And basically what I did was I got into all the VIP conventions, all the conventions, but I paid for VIP and started connecting with the people one-on-one -on -one and developing those relationships and then giving them content and answering their questions adding value to their lives and actually telling them the truth, right? So even if it, they don't agree with what I'm saying about the valuation or what the you know, potential is for them to sell it, I would always try to be truthful to them because I know in the long term that will be valuable. Even if they list with another broker, 
I know that I'm speaking truth and that they'll experience my truth at some point. Not my truth, but the market's truth, man. You right. know when the company's going to sell at three or a multiple of five. You know it, right? right? So somebody can say multiple of four and get the buyer because the seller thinks he's going to get that deal. Yeah. So, so honesty, relationships, meaningful relationships, um, and adding value to them. So, I'll, and, and another thing, I, I'll just give you one example on how I've been able to be vulnerable in mistakes that I have made, mm. okay, and develop a relationship. So, I was selling this pretty big platform, it's a $1.9 million deal, cash deal. It wasn't going to go through because the seller um, did not want to give them um, uh, seller financing, okay. you know performance-based seller financing uh, for 600,000. So he wanted to give 1.3 million down and finance 600. So <clears throat> anyways, the deal fell apart. But I knew inside of my heart, I knew it, man. I knew that the buyer and the seller were a great match. Mm -hmm. And I knew that they were both scared of one another, of this, this situation that was occurring and there was no trust, right? right? So what I did was I, I got on the phone with the buyer and uh, I, I asked him, please, I need, you know, give me an opportunity to speak to you again. And I, I wanted to schedule a call with him again. And it wasn't my buyer, it was another broker's buyer, but I asked permission to the other broker. Okay. Yeah. Asking asked, permission is key. Asking permission is key. So I asked permission to the other broker and he says, well, I don't know because I'm selling him another deal. I said, listen, just give me a chance. I think I can close this. I said, okay. Um, so I went in there and I scheduled the call for Saturday. Saturday at two o'clock, I was with my daughter. I just got a puppy delivered from Miami. We were at a pet store buying necklace for the dog and the chain and I couldn't get on the phone. Hmm. So I took a picture of my daughter with the puppy and me at the store and I texted to him, this guy's a multimillionaire. He's got 300 employees, like 500 websites, generating millions of dollars, and I'm canceling him, but if I'm sending him a picture of my wife, of my daughter and me with the puppy. Yeah. Like, Listen, man, this is more important than you. I'm with my <laughs> daughter right now. I, I wanna be with you, but I can't. Can we schedule for tomorrow? Sure. He liked it. Nice dog, whatever. And so the next day I'm with my other daughter, who's 25 at a seminar she was given to mondaygirls.com. And so it was one o'clock. I was late. So I text him another, took a picture of my daughter who's beautiful. She's 24 influencer, a lot of followers, great things going on in her life. And I told him, listen, man, I'm with my daughter. It's her seminar. I can't make it and bam sent it out again now the whole reason i'm saying this is because even with with errors if we're honest and vulnerable and mm -hmm. tell the truth people will accept it and you'll build solid relationships yes the lying and the manipulating and conniving and you know just being an idiot really yeah. doesn't work so yeah. it doesn't it, smart people smart the people that I deal with are very brilliant entrepreneurs and they know when you're just being fake or they know when you're genuinely interested in helping them, when you're genuinely interested in serving them. 
Yeah. So I, I think you know that, that that's an interesting thing. I, I I feel like the more you try to lie or be conniving, I mean, you may get a solution, but that's a short term solution. <laughs> yeah. Compared to being loyalty, you may not get the answer you want now, but down the road, you're gonna have much more results just because you're honest. You know. Yeah. You know, you just yeah, being honest. It, so. and, you know, and there's sometimes where it's very difficult because I, you know, you have a you have a position where your honesty is not being accepted, right? Like right. I have a deal, it was like, we, he wanted to sell it for 20 million and he was being offered 16 million. And so it was like, this is the, you know, we don't have any more offers. And he, you know, sometimes you feel like you're, you may feel like you're pushing the client to sell yeah. for your commission. But the, real, the reality is the market has spoken this is the best deal I can get you right now. Jump on it because 16 million is better than 5 million. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. So if the market comes down, you're going to get hit. And so, you know, there's times where people have to take a risk and sell, and especially after the market has spoken. Yeah. You know, if you do everything you can to sell a com the company or a house or whatever, and it doesn't sell, you should get aggressive and dump it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't like to hold on to things. I, I'm not that type. I like to move Cut. back. Move quick, yeah. 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 Move quick and, um, and, and uh, you know, see results. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good point. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm all about results. How quick can I get? <laughs> but at the same time, maintain that loyalty, that respect, right? Yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. You, know? you have to understand, like, it put your, I put myself in the in the seller's position. I know that their yeah. company is doing well, and, and there's a there's a possibility that they're going to be able to grow, and there's a possibility to be able to sell it for more. But these are possibilities. Now, when, when you have an offer, a qualified buyer with cash in hand, you have sixteen. You know, you have something solid. Absolutely. So, so real quick on that. Now you have experience, you had the coaching for someone who's brand new into sales right now. What are some advice can you give for, for upcoming salespeople? Because for me, I feel sales equals success. If you yeah. got to learn how to sell, right? What are some of your advice? Why is sales so important, a skill to learn? Well, it's, if, you're, if you're offering a service that adds value to people and you're not spreading that word that message then you're hurting people right in society and, and whatnot um for instance for a year i was telling people to sell because we had been on an upward trend for about 10 years mm -hmm. and the markets were about to reset we knew this was happening i studied about the economy and the markets and its downturns and it, all the insiders in the economy were selling months ago and I did a video said, winter is coming. You have to sell. We're going to go into an economic recession. It's the best time to sell now. And because there was a lot of money in the market. Now, I, I didn't like that message because it was, it was you know, it's talking about impending bad uh -huh. situation. Not everybody likes to hear that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you know, I wish I would have said it more. Yeah, because I only did two videos um, regarding the potential dip in 2020, and I interviewed Harry Dent twice, which was you know author, best-selling author in Zero Hour, a couple other books about economy, 
And so I tried to, you know, and it wasn't to stimulate people to buy so I can get commission. It was to get them the most money possible by selling at the right time. So there's different intentions and different motives. That doesn't, you know, like sometimes the motive is personal to get commission. Yeah. Absolutely, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, I, and I think getting that commission can cloud our mind. Sometimes you see the numbers and what we can get and we focus on that numbers versus actually focusing on the transition, the process to say, how can I create a better results from it? But I think one of the things that I've learned also that, uh, you know, when you have big deals, mm -hmm. I, I have big deals, you know, at 40, like 40 million still in process of closing and, um, you, you, and the first time that I had a really big deal was a $23 million deal. It closed, but you know, I learned during that process, it was delayed three times. It took over a year not to focus on one deal. Yeah. <laughs> it, because, and not just focusing, it's like depending on a deal. You never mm -hmm. depend on a deal. Yeah. I mean, for me, once I get a deal and I know that this is uh, coming in, it's just like, I need, you know, I need to grow more. Now I need yes. the next one because it's a pipeline, right? So right. Um, that, that's, that's a good point you brought up because I feel like sometimes we focus on just one deal and we just, gonna, oh. whatever it takes to just focus on that one deal when we need to realize there's step two, step three, two out of three deals that's coming in and it's a process to keep going. So if, you know, deal one takes three months, what can I do to fill in, you know, a couple more deals yeah, in between? Work in several right? If not, if not, you get too emotionally tied to a yeah. deal and yeah. you make stupid, I make, I make stupid mistakes when I get emotionally tied to a deal. Um, I'm not, I'm, I, I got my personal print, um, my laws of how to work with clients. I, I don't call them after three days. I wait three days to call them back. I, you know, I, I, I don't tie them down to an exclusivity. Mm -hmm. I, I let them, um, figure that out with, my, with me, you know, I, I want to, I want to be able to offer them the service that they want. Yeah. And so I, I'm very flexible about negotiating, not on commission, but on basically everything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So and that, that means time. That means if you want me to take it down, I'll take it down. Now I'm a partner of people that's I'm, I'm, your, I'm your partner. I'm your ex, I'm your partner, bro. I'm your exit strategy partner. I'm going to help you build your company. I'm going to help you optimize your company. I'm going to help you sell your company at the highest price possible, whether it takes one year, two years, three years, or five years, I'll be your partner. Yeah. And it will be done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even in my own business, I view it as if I have a client, I want to be partner. I want to be on a long-term basis, right? right. And create right. that. So yeah. going back to earlier, you talk about how, tough times, you got to find the mindset, the perseverance. And I want to bring back to where we are right now with the COVID-19 and many people are stressed, many people have, you know, have fear or they're feeling down. Um, what advice would you give to the people out there to take action, you know, in the next six months to kind of set their life up? Like what action step would you advise people to take right now? Well, this is what I'm doing. Okay. It's back to the basics. Just back to the basics, um, completely clean slate. I'm able to build and create whatever I want. I'm, it's all new business from here on out. It, everybody's, a lot of people are going to start at the same position. You know, we all need to generate income and we, we want it, We want our lives back to normal. So 
But for me, it's the clean slate and to um, really just get back to the basic principles of performance, mm -hmm. which is setting up a goal. So I set a goal for myself for a year and a half. Where do I want to be? Um, and so basically, I, I have that vision of myself selling, brokering, consulting, online businesses, and also branding and engaging in social media more. So I have the goal. What is the strategy? Well, I, right now I'm taking like four courses. I've already taken two. I took some lighting courses, uh, video courses, because I've never done a lot of a live stream or anything like that. Right. So um, I'm getting to learn all about that. And, and I'm taking a Instagram um, um, course on Facebook groups and a course on live stream and all the courses. I'm just learning everything Yeah. Um, to get to where I'm at. Now, my whole thing is I, I don't need to be there today, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now, my camera, I can operate my camera with my iPhone. It, that took me two days to figure that shit out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but now I'm an expert at it, right? Right. And I didn't need to do that because I work with five or six multi-million dollar businesses. I don't need to be on Facebook. I don't need to get a lot of clients. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The guru or anything like that because I do really well with my referrals. But I, I love adding value and I want to get into this, you know, a space of giving good, good content. Yeah. So um, the goal, I have the goal. I'm working towards it, but I don't get over. I try not to get overwhelmed. Now, the reason I developed this is for me. I, mm -hmm. I know that I get overwhelmed trying to learn all the technologies. I want to have all the platforms in place. I want to launch correctly the name, the, the content, the website, all this stuff. And I can't breathe, you know? Yeah. It's, so plus selling, consulting, closing, and doing everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to take it easy because in this period, I've worked a lot just by education and I haven't stopped. You know? Do you feel like you're, look, uh, you're working more now than before? I feel like um, it's a different type of work. Okay. Right? Uh, it's a different type of work. Before, I was on the phone um, a lot, um, buyer and sellers you know, engaging on deals. Now I, now I'm working with some other brokers that I'm referring the deals to, to help me in that process and doing more consulting. Right. So I'm, I'm not on the phone or emailing as much anymore, but now I'm, I'm working more on developing my systems and processes and so I can deliver the content and yeah. manage the sales. Right. Cool. So it, it, for me, it's difficult. I, have, I suffer from dyslexia, so it's hard to learn the platforms um, for the reading and, and then, you know, and so. But, but there's no excuses though. You find a way, you, no find, you find what, what well, you can like grab, Like I said, right? it, it took me three days to figure out the camera and the setting yeah. for a specific, because I'm doing a website. I can't contract a photographer now so I had to do the whole f photography for it. So I had to learn about lighting and mm -hmm. everything. And so I know about it. It took yeah. me a month to learn. And, um, and, and now I'm learning a little bit more about yeah. this. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do, you know, I know I want to do groups, 
but when, you know? Right. And, and so it's just, I'm taking that course as well. So once you have your goal, you develop a strategy and, 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 and then you have to have a commitment to follow through with your strategy. Mine has to do with education, self-education, mm -hmm. self-improvement. And so I know everything that I'm working with. Right. And, and, and then implementation is I, I start emailing and start, you know, creating the content and going out live and doing the implementation. So you have to have a commitment to the strategy, to the implement. And then before you know it, a year has gone by and you're not yeah. sitting around watching the news. You're not sitting around complaining about the president or the mask. You're actually on a mission focused on your goal because you went back to basics. Okay. I have a goal. This is my goal. Now I got to develop a strategy. Now I got to have a commitment to that strategy. Now I got to execute on execute. that. Commitment. Yeah. And, and so what I have now is I have scheduled in my morning. I'm going to do a video about it. I wake up, I have coffee and then I go and I do exercise. And after the exercise, I start doing my courses. I have three hours in one course and then three hours in another course. And then I do all the other communications and whatever. Right. But I try to dedicate my time to because if not i just get overwhelmed i feel like i'm not doing anything yeah no i i think uh, you brought up a good point it's one thing to learn all of these courses and learning everything but it's another to actually take time and start implementing try right. not to implement everything at once you will get overwhelmed <laughs> i get overwhelmed trying to but at least focus on one two trains where you take step by step stages and right. then move on to the next. So it's one, you could buy 10,000 of courses you want, but if you don't start implementing one by one, it does you no good. No, and of course <laughs> you're gonna feel like it didn't help you at all. Like I'm an expert, I, you know, I have found out that I'm an expert after yeah. buying the courses, you know, it's like, but these guys are talking really basic stuff here, you know? Right, right, so. so it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, an expert in a lot of things, you know, because I've been doing it. I'm 51 years old. You know, I've been selling businesses all no, since I was 23, you know? So I've been involved in businesses and, 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 uh, since I was a little kid, my father was in manufacturing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, this stuff that you think is normal, but people don't really know it. You know, yep. they don't, and never grew up ordering, you know, raw materials from India and, mm -hmm. and China and, 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 Iran. I mean, we, my our fact we fact we we bought a lot of raw materials from different parts of the world for plastic, you know, resins yeah. and fillers. And, and Absolutely. I mean, there's so much to learn out there. There's so much to learn. But you know, at the end of the day, you got to know how you learn, how you grab information, how how you implement them. So, so uh, for those of you, of us that's listening out here, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way is just um, um, Sal Vasalo. Uh, you know, you can look for me on Facebook or just go facebook.com slash with Sal. And uh, that's my personal profile. Let me just recap real quick. Right now through the process that we're going through, it's good, right? To kind of like disconnect from the emotion. You know, if you have to downsize, if you have to bankruptcy or if you're scaling, doesn't matter. All these strategies are all strategies. I'm downsizing. I'm going to mm -hmm. be moving from one house to another, getting rid of some bills that I have pending. I'm going to get lean. I'm going to focus. I'm bunker down. 
to make sure that I that I'm able to scale when it's yeah. time. And and so that bunkering down, having a strategy, eliminating the suff the the emotion. Forget yes. about yes, yes. Execution. It's not about emotion. You don't have to feel embarrassed. You're not you're not a loser. You're not you you didn't mess anything up. This is just a strategy. Process. Yeah. It's it's just strategy. a strategy. Yeah. It's a strategy. You know, downsizing, downscaling, getting lean is a strategy. So just implement the strategy and also um, focus on your goal mm -hmm. and execute. And you'll see how before you know it, things will really improve in your life. Absolutely. And, and that's the one thing personally, based on what you say, is to put the emotional aside. It's a strategy. Oh, yeah. Come up with a strategy, implement them slowly, and think about the long term and not the short term gain. Right. So, right. Sal, right. thank you again for being on the show. And hey, uh, right. it was a pleasure having you and great, great conversation. And uh, we'll, we'll be speaking more uh, moving down the road as well. So, well, listen, I, I really wish you a lot of success. You're doing a great job with everything. I, I, I like the, your presentation and everything. So I wish you a lot of success. If there's anything that I can do for anybody out there, I'm here to serve. So I thank you, Ray, for having me on the show. And uh, I'll see you soon, buddy. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening. Uh, and stay tuned for the next episode.